0: Okay. the angel face magic hour, the angel magic hour. The the angel. The angel. hey bestie welcome back to the angel face magic hour podcast i'm your host grace lannon i'm a psychic medium and an energy healer and we are back with another interview today i'm super excited I recorded this interview back in I think November, early December of last year, and I don't know something was like, Wait, put it out, wait to put it out. I tried to put out this episode multiple times, even posted about it on socials, and it just wasn't the right time. so today, as I was editing and listening back, I was just feeling such good vibes, just joy, happiness, and I'm just so proud of our guests and all the work that they have done for themselves and their healing but i know it's the perfect time for the episode to come out i truly believe in that divine timing i also procrastinate sometimes but in this case i truly believe that something was waiting waiting to be shared so as you listen back to this episode let these words wash over you like bring in this information let it inspire you today we're talking with yardena she's an amazing artist and self-described a witchy woo person I would describe her as like a medium but I don't know if she's taken that title on yet so I'm very excited to share this episode we did a series of Reiki healing sessions together back last year so in this episode we talk about her experiences with Reiki we go in pretty in depth about like physical experiences Spiritual experiences and kind of talking about what we did in her sessions and how that reflected in her life. But we also talk about so much more in her personal healing journey and magic, death, love, rebirth. We talk a little bit about everything. So I think you guys are going to love this episode. And we also have a bonus episode with Jordana coming out on Friday where we're going to be doing a little mini um, tarot exercise together. So come back and enjoy that episode. And yeah, I think you guys are really going to enjoy this interview. If you want to check out Yardena and connect with her, you can go to the show notes. I'll put all her links for social media and all of the things, but thank you guys for listening. I miss you. It's been a minute since we've had a full episode come out. So I'm really excited to share this one. And for those who don't know, who haven't seen, who don't follow me on socials, Spirit School, my Psyche Development class is open for enrollment right now. So if you want to check out any information about that, you can go to the show notes. I'll put a link, but you can also just go directly to my website, gracelannon.com. Pre-sale is happening right now, which saves you a little bit of money and you get a bonus mentorship session with myself. So that ends tomorrow, if you're listening to this when the podcast come out. And if you're on my mailing list, you got a special bonus sent out to you if you're interested in signing up for this class. But I hope to see some of you there. And yeah, if you want more information about Spirit School, don't go, again, directly to my website and or set up a consultation and we can talk face-to-face and see if this is a class for you. But it starts March 29th. It's my eight-week Psyche Development class there's an episode um back in 2021 where i talk about creating this class but um, i definitely should do a little update so if you're interested in learning more go to my website hope to see you there but otherwise we will see you in the main conversation with yardana see you there bye hello everyone welcome back to the angel face magic hour today i'm really excited we have a really special guest, one of my former clients, and now I would say my friend, your So I'm excited. We're gonna be talking about your her experience doing um, a Reiki series with me. So what that entailed was we did five different sessions. Where we did energy healing, brought forward some different messages, and I'm excited to kind of reflect on that with you. And then we're also gonna be talking a little bit about the tarot today. We're gonna be talking about your intuitive work. And um, just to begin, I'm gonna have you introduce yourself. So just tell us a little bit about who you are, where you're located, maybe a little title or something you would describe yourself as.
1: Okay, Um, my name's Yardena. My pronouns are she, her. Uh, currently based in San Diego, California. Um, a title? I don't. I don't know. I think I'm just. I would just say I'm a very spiritual person. Um, <laughs> I like to say I'm witchy woo, very connected to that side and the occult. Um, but yeah, just just someone very connected to spirit. <laughs> Yeah.
0: Well, I think some people like to describe themselves as like witch or medium or psychic or whatever, but we don't really necessarily need those titles. But I think sometimes it's helpful to have something to identify with. But today I'm excited. We're going to be talking, like I said, about your experience with energy healing. So I'm just curious to have you share with us um, before we get into all that, like, what did you know about like Reiki before we started? Like, had you done Reiki before? Um, maybe what was like intriguing to you about doing the energy healing?
1: Yeah, so, um, I've definitely had heard of Reiki before. Um, I actually was told this story about one of the founding, I don't know if she founded or if she was just, um, very well known in Japan. She was this Reiki healer and I don't remember her name and I don't want to butcher it, but basically how she learned Reiki and um, was very sought after in Japan, ended up moving to the States and was offering Reiki to people who needed it for free. And nobody believed her and nobody wanted to, um, no one really like paid her any attention and she was just trying to help people. Because that's what she does and what she enjoyed. And, you know, it was part of her life calling. And um, not until she put like a a value to it, like money, did people really start paying attention. And eventually she stopped offering it because she felt like people were getting the wrong idea that why, why are people more drawn to something because there's this big number value on it rather than just someone being nice and wanting to just genuinely help you because they energetically felt drawn to you, or they maybe heard that you were going through some struggles. And um I don't know, I think that was really inspiring to me because I do feel like, especially in the last couple days with so many tarot readers and healers and, you know, people sharing their gifts, um, there has been a lot of people, you know, we all have those like hi, I was drawn to you and love and light and um, you need a reading. Yes, so (laughs) it's just, I think it just like brought me back and like I genuinely just love tarot and spirit because it helps me on a personal level. So anytime I have the opportunity to connect with someone um, or spark a conversation that way, I love it. And I always end up learning more or I feel good because I know I taught something, maybe someone, something new, or at least a different perspective. And, um, I really connected to that story because I'm not really so concerned with like the value of it or putting a price on these gifts. Um, of course we need to be energetically sustainable, but that's a whole different conversation. As far as Reiki goes, I think it's beautiful. And I think, um, with that being said, my first Reiki session was at that, at some massage place that I was working at. And, um, it really didn't do much for me at the time, but as the weeks unfolded so much that we had talked about before our session was, it was kind of like the reopening of wounds that I kind of suppressed. Mm. And I didn't really think about it until I was reflecting back on a journal and you know, I, I definitely know it wasn't a coincidence that all of these things started surfacing again after, you know, a couple of weeks after that first rapey session. Yeah. Um, but prior to us working together, that was the only session I've ever, I've ever done.
0: And did you feel like it was easier or more difficult to like relax in the session in person or like what we did was like online so you're in your room like was it do you find that was easier to tap in or do you think like still that hands-on would be nice for you
1: mm, I think both uh, it was definitely nice being in the comfort of my own bed in my room and having my things around me um I was a little bit skeptic about the online connection but after our first session it was just so intense that (laughs) um I don't know I just I just loved it and I know we'll talk about it more but you know from the physical sensations that I felt and you know where I where we started and where I'm at now it's just it's really been it really helped and like everything that we talked about and the intentions that we set in the beginning, um, they're really they're there. They're like planting. They're pl- we planted the seeds then, and it feels like these couple weeks of me doing my own shadow work and doing the work and reflecting with the tools that you helped me get. Um, it's very much in alignment to where I need to be. So, a little rocky and physical self, yeah. you know, doesn't always see things in that instant. But I think like I've definitely connected um my mental and my spiritual with the physical back. I feel like I'm more in sync. And in the be- that was one of the main intentions. I felt like I was so disconnected and ungrounded for myself. And now I feel very anchored. And um and that was because of Reiki.
0: I love that. That makes me very happy.
1: Yeah. Um
0: So, yeah, we did, like I said, before we did five um, energy healing sessions and then, you know, I think every energy healer is different. Every intuitive is different. For me, I think it's really important to bring forward like the psychic messages. So I know that's not always what we think of when we think of as Reiki, Mm -hmm. but, um, you know, some of the stuff that. I might see when I'm working on someone, I think it's important to bring that like to them. Do you think was that valuable for you?
1: Yes. And I think because I'm so personally connected to the more witchy woo things that we don't necessarily see physically, um, I was drawn to you that way. And on top of just making the connection with um, other podcast guest you've had megan which is how i found your page shout out meg (laughs) shout out meg um yeah it's just been it's been very helpful i think um it made more sense to me the first reiki session that i got the lady was very more into yoga and like the physical aspect she was also a um a massage therapist. Mm -hmm. So it was nice getting to experience that more like a physically holistic and then doing this where it was more like spiritually holistic, where it was kind of like you gave my, my soul a facial, which I know you do facials too, but that's kind of what it felt like. And, um, I'll describe
0: as a spiritual colonic.
1: (laughs) Oh my God. Yeah. There you go. (laughs) Definitely that.
0: But yeah. And I think, you know, like you said, sometimes it can be rocky. Like when we bring things into our life, like when we're trying to manifest things in, like it's not always easy or joyful. Like it can be painful or it can bring us realizations like, oh, I need to let go of this, or I need to have this conversation before I can bring in like what my intentions are. So like, I just want to say like, I am proud of the work that you put in for yourself. So
1: Um, I know
0: like, you know, I can hold the space and bring the energy, but you're the one that is changing your life. You're the one that is doing the journaling, reflecting, having conversations, making changes in your daily life. Like, so I just want
1: to say that. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) Yeah.
0: So let's talk a little bit about like the actual session so people can get an idea about it. Like, um before we met the first time I had a handful of questions just to like have you reflect on so I'm gonna have us kind of think about that right now but like I'd love to have you do your best to describe like any sensations that you felt like during the Reiki sessions or maybe like after like physically like how did it feel in your body um maybe any like changes in like appetite or your like you know bowel movements and I mean I know that sometimes that's TMI but I feel like that is something that really can happen we can shift the way our body reacts so Mm -hmm. I'm just curious if anything like that happened or like you felt more warm or cold during the day or like any of those kind of physical things
1: okay um I feel like each session had its own mood as far as physical sensations. The first session, um, very much like heart chakra, shoulder, upper back area was where I felt the most intensity. Um, Kind of like, I remember describing this to you too, when our limbs fall asleep and it's coming back and that that kind of like itchy, tickling sensation pins is needles. how, yes, little pins and needles all over is um, how I felt that first session. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, without getting too personally into it, I know one of the, that main intention was, you know, mother wounds and, um, you know, kind of mm, my mother and I working our, on our own relationship. And I think that's what that first session really like shifted for me. So it made sense that the upper back and my heart was like connected to that. Um, Because especially when, anytime like I, I, we have a conversation, those are usually the parts that I get triggered, whether it's like excitement or anger, that's the, these are the physical attributes that my mom kind of rules or at least affects me personally and physically. So it was very interesting to have that same connection with the Reiki session with my mom, not even there, but obviously like me, um us getting deeper on that and trying to like work on that
0: Hmm. that's interesting yeah Yeah. and like um anything as far as like dreams or like sleeping went like
1: um I know that
0: you're pretty intuitive anyway so it's like it doesn't necessarily have to come in in a dream for you they might just come and talk to you but um I'm curious if if it affected your dream state at all
1: not really my dreams I feel like it affected just like everyday life like um like you said it just random downloads throughout the day or something unrelated would or that I thought would be unrelated would make sense and it, it would just connect um for instance just I would take. I'm a big bath taker. I take bath every week, and the sessions we were doing, I would try to align a bath with it, um, just because you know something that I did feel was very dehydrated after. So I always drink a lot of water. Um, I remember one of the times, kind of feeling like that. I didn't physically like vomit, but that dry heaving of like I needed to get something out. A little, um, much, yeah, yeah. And my baths really felt different, like more how do I describe it? Like penetrative, I guess. Like, like I was really like, like you made me a sponge and then the bath kind of helped get that in and then like release it. So, um, Do you use like
0: herbs or anything in your
1: baths or? Yeah, I do. I love, uh, using CBD and herbs and different oils that I've gotten from other herbals friends or, you know, a little botanicas that I go to. What's your favorite? Uh, Right now, I love this soul connection one um, and grounding. It's made by Kathleen of Daughter of Wands. Um, I can link you that if you want to add it to the show notes, but she's an awesome flower essence creator. And um, I think she calls herself a plant priestess Mm. is very connected to plants and astrology. And it's awesome, but she makes oils and um, flower essences and I love adding them to my bath. Um, And that one really just helped secure, I feel like that grounding, because I think from being disconnected for so long, it did kind of, it got my body, it was like, I had to settle back into myself. It wasn't, it wasn't as smooth as it has been before. And I think it's because of how much I got, I went through the past couple of years and how much I've like really even subconsciously like suppressed it as much as I am connected and as much as I try to stay on top of my own personal work, it is easy to get distracted with day-to-day life or sometimes like push aside the things that you know you need to do. So um, Reiki definitely like helped me get grounded and it was a little hard to just like readjust, adjust back into myself, if that makes any sense.
0: Totally. And I know like some of the stuff we were working on, like you had some like scary experiences
1: Mm
0: -hmm. and we were just trying to get you to feel more comfortable in your body. So I think that can be like, like you're saying like a jolt, like we're when something scary happens to us, whether that's little big or really big, like we can jump outside of our body and we're just kind of floating around. Mm -hmm. So it's like all these practices, energy healing, spiritual practices bathing exercise all that stuff is just like a way for us to remember okay i'm in my body like it's okay to be here and then once you're there then we can start to explore stuff because it can be i think disorienting if you're floating around and then you're like pulling stuff out too much at one time
1: yeah and something i didn't mention to you yet um after Reiki and trying to get back into my body, I was very called to move, like physically move. And I love your videos of just when you dance and stuff. So I actually started <laughs> a dance class and Ooh, it's love that. so therapeutic and has also helped me, you know, another tool that I can use with the Reiki and that feeling of like, I don't know, it's kind of like I had to re. uh, introduce my soul to my physical self and not that I'm a not in like I'm a whole different person but yeah I got I I went through some pretty traumatic shit in the last year and um that I've never gone through and hopefully never have to go through again um and I think it helped ease that anger I felt for feeling so uptight and hanging on to the anger maybe longer than I had to because I was hurt and I was pissed and um it makes me mad still. And I, and I, and I still struggle with some things, but it definitely is a reminder of like, okay, I went through this and now I can talk about it with other people. And I think the movement class helped me physically move. My throat chakra really opened. And that was like the third session I remember feeling. And you talked about, you and I talked about my throat chakra, just feeling like it was very tight. And now I've connected to so many people who, you know, unfortunately have gone through very similar scary near death experiences, but it's helped me plan a whole art show. And for my birthday next year, I'm going to be hosting a fundraiser art show and giving back to a nonprofit nonprofit center for unfortunately those people who haven't been as lucky or blessed to come out of scary situations. And um, as much as it hurts, to connect to these women, it's beautiful because they're out there waking up every day, doing the work, uh, talking to other women, uplifting them. And, you know, we really need more of that. Um, it, it could be one person, it could be a group, but when you feel that connection, it's just so genuine and helpful, whether you're witchy woo into astrology or not, just something magical happens when you let yourself be beloved beloved towards each other you know and I Mm -hmm. and I think um I wouldn't have been it wouldn't I wouldn't have been there mentally if it wasn't for the Reiki like the doors that Reiki helped me open again as scary as it was
0: (laughs) well please let me know when the show is going to come out and stuff and we'll we'll promote and post about it for you for sure okay Um, that's amazing I'm really happy to hear that and I'm really happy to hear that you're doing the dancing because I feel like
1: I feel silly and I'm not the best yeah I'm not
0: either that's not the that's not the important part you don't have to be like (laughs) amazing it's just like how you how it feels inside
1: oh yeah every time I walk in it's like oh I want to cringe but I walk out like feeling like I could do anything what is the style of dance um right now I'm taking a what it's called a Fill in, it's actually called fill in myself oh cool and it's hosted is it like, by this amazing person it's like more like sensual erotic mm-hmm. it's basic the whole theme of it is to take up all the space you need shamelessly and to arrive confidently and without shame and it's okay how much space you take you're allowed to take that much space And one of the first classes you had to like do a solo dance to the the mirror. And I remember just like wanting to jump out of my skin, but then walking back and just having everyone applaud and like support you is just amazing. And it really does shift your energy because it's something that personally is hard for me to do in front of people. I could dance in front of my cat all night and I don't care, but it's different, but it's also magical because you let yourself be vulnerable and then you allow these new connections and this new love to pour in and having the support from everyone in the dance class is really nice so it's something I I'm continuing to do and I really really love it
0: I love that I need to find a local one I do classes but they're online so it's like not it's still amazing but it's not the same as. it's not the same yeah in a room with
1: people exactly
0: um so let's look at my other questions so anything of as far as like appetite or like food changes like being more hungry less hungry anything like that like when we were doing the
1: um, sessions it's funny that you mention it because I definitely I feel like my appetite definitely grew (laughs) the the week of like our session especially after um I know we were doing more like afternoon sessions because of my work schedule um so I after the second session like by the third, I was like, okay, I know I need to eat a snack before. Cause I was getting so like my, I could hear my stomach grumbling from after, and then I wouldn't want to eat like so late. So I'd eat a, a little snack, but definitely felt that. So as far as, uh, I think I was more like consuming than like releasing. And it kind of makes sense. Cause I felt such emptiness and I wasn't really nourishing myself. So it was more like coming in, if that makes yeah. sense. I, yeah, was, and I, I think- connected back to like my teas and my supplements I started taking vitamins again and doing all those things mm, yes
0: yeah I think like and I said this to you and I've said this to probably everyone who's ever gone to session with me but I'll say it on the podcast but like we think we're just meditating we think we're just sitting there and like closing our eyes but we are doing so much with our body like it's like the same as running like a bunch of miles like or doing a tense workout class like you really have to fuel yourself after, even if you're just going to on your ass. Like, we're doing a lot, so for me, like I usually don't get a lot of appetite before, like either receiving a healing session or doing one for someone else. But after, I feel like I have to eat like so much food and like a lot of. I always pe- encourage people to eat grounding foods, so mm-hmm. things that come out of the
1: earth, potatoes. Yeah. I, I was snacking from. on nuts, <laughs> rosemary um, nuts after our session. Ooh, those I love that. So good. Trader Joe's go get a jar. <laughs> <laughs> um, so let's see.
0: Um, let's see. So any like as far as any conversations or connections that we like talked about during the Reiki sessions, like any reflections you want to share that maybe you had like a realization later you're like oh okay that really aligns with the intention I set like anything that you want to share um with us
1: um oh my god I can hear my cat <laughs>
0: um that was kind of a long question but anything we talk, like intentions that we set before or like things we talked about in the session like anything that kind of showed up in your life later that you were like oh there it is <laughs> or that makes sense
1: yes um one thing that that came up when we when you brought up Azazel and the whole um he's like an angel of death and it very much made sense because I think all these like death Deities and death gods are very drawn to me and have been forever. So um you saying that really opened a floodgate and um actually has changed my own personal daily rituals like very drastically. Um
0: interesting. Yeah, yeah.
1: And it's and it's a little scary, especially because I dealt with in your death experience, you know, a year ago and um how much it's i've been pulling the death card or i you know azazel and i had no idea who he was and it was just so random how that's who you saw and i remember us like trying to google him and then once i read a bunch of things about him i was like oh my gosh like this is yes this makes so much sense and it made i got chills and um making the connection to death to um my everyday life not to be so like dark but I do see it as like a, you know it's a duality of life and I personally believe death isn't the end I think it's just another beginning and um I will admit I am afraid of death and it's not so much the spiritual side of it it's like the physical side the of it. Part, because... yeah the <laughs> the flesh bag part of it yes. is it gonna hurt how long am I gonna be dying for is it gonna be fast am I gonna apparently die I feel so like it's things. gonna be a
0: quest like Basically, an acid trip. So,
1: oh my gosh, <laughs> maybe that could be scary. <laughs> it could be fun. Yeah, I don't know. I guess we'll see.
0: Yeah, I know that's really interesting. So, like, um, it, for for those listening, like in the sessions, like I said, sometimes I'll bring psychic information. So, around you, you know, you definitely have a lot of like ancestors and like, you know, spirits that might be there, like spirit guides, things like that. But one, entity or whatever that came forward was um archangel azazel which is more i think it's more of like from a jewish yes um panthe- i don't know what the word is for that like theology um yeah. than like in the origin in like uh catholic catholicism but he does represent like the angel of death and so for me when i've seen him it's really like more yeah that connection to the afterlife like a nice and mediumship and kind of like being able to communicate with not only dead humans but like realm spirits that are in like the in between type of space Uh So for you i feel like it's easy easy to to access that information but i also feel like this energy will be supportive like with that stuff you're talking about, like working and communicating with other people who have had like near-death experiences or, you know, um, traumatic things like that they could use emotional support around. I feel like that will be a supportive energy for you to be able to, you know, listen to those conversations and things where it, it can be enlightening and opening. And obviously it's sad, but not having it affect you where it's, Emotionally draining. Does that
1: make sense? Absolutely, <laughs> it makes sense. And when I tell you, it makes so much sense. Like even from me wanting to be a mortician when I was in high school.
0: Oh yeah, I forgot to, about that part.
1: <laughs> to um, you know, it's just like it's been around me. Whether I was trying to be edgy and cool when I was getting into you know shopping in hot topic when my mom finally let me buy a skull shirt to um getting a grim reaper tattooed on my leg. For aesthetic reasons, and then later years later, now working with <laughs> Santa Muerte, and then hearing about Azazel and Sirius, and so many things, uh, Kali, and um, learning that all of these deities are very gentle. As scary as death is, um, it's gentle. For instance, Azazel has a book that he writes the names, and he guides you into the underworld, and um, you know, helps you get there. It's not like you just die and you're like free, you know, figure it out. It seems very supportive and um more smooth than I think a lot of us want to believe it is. That's what I think, at least. So um when azazel came up, that was just one very like kind of like that stamp on everything. It very it it did make sense to me as macabre as it could could mean, you know
0: yeah but I think it's like the reminder that it's when we pull the death card or these energies come forward to us it's not necessarily like you will die tomorrow <laughs> it's like right being able to be reminded of yeah like you said the duality
1: yeah like and, and it and doesn't death. always mean physical death it could be oh. you know so many things which I definitely relate on <laughs>
0: yeah I remember, too, the other thing I remember, like, these, I'm trying to, like, see them in my eyes, like, those crystal swords and stuff that came up with for you. Oh, yeah. Do you, oh, do you yeah. anything
1: with that? Honestly, yeah, I got a selenite sword, and it just broke. I'm a little bummed, but it broke during this really rough week I had uh, not too long ago. Um, I had, but I was using it for it on my altar and cool just, like... You ritualistic um let me open the door for my cat really (laughs) quick um
0: yeah for those listening like another thing that came up in uh I'm just telling them about the crystal swords but another thing that came up was a vision of seeing I feel like it was Archangel Michael I can't remember
1: Yes, Archangel Michael came up and, and he, he was, was like, like "My do you, saint. <laughs> do you
0: know about these tools that you have? Like, and it was like this crystal sword thing, and then there was also like this harp. No, it wasn't. It was that's right. Not, not exactly a harp, but like a small lyre. I think is what they're called, like a with the l y r e. They're like. And then little... I sent you
1: a picture. I literally have a painting of one in yeah. my <laughs>
0: Yeah. I was like, oh my God, that's crazy. um, But like, yeah, it's, you know, sounds weird, but we do all have these energy tools like within kind of more astral spaces. So we can use these tools to protect us to do magic, whatever your belief system is. But um, for you, like it was like this crystal sword. And to me, it felt like almost like coming out of the heart, like being able to Draw things out of people.
1: Mm-hmm. Yes, I agree. Yeah,
0: <laughs> it's very interesting. The mm-hmm. other thing, too, I remember um, if you want to talk about it, I know we mentioned, oh, I forget who it was, but there was a specific saint, and then you were starting to do some stuff with candles and, and things with them.
1: Saints, um, Lucia? I believe.
0: Well, she came up, but there with the eye, but there was, it was a man and you did that candle stuff.
1: St. Benedict. Yes. That's it. Yeah. Um, yeah. St. Benedict is, I still don't know too much about saints, but it's something that I've been very drawn and I have been listening to podcasts and reading more about them. Um, you know, side note, I'm just very into reading about a bunch of different religions and magical practices because it's fun finding the synchronicities in all of them. And it makes me feel more connected to whatever I'm doing. Um, But St. Benedict is, um, kind of known as the disciplinary. And when I was one of the main intentions, which I put on the crystal grid that you guided me to was discipline. And, um, yeah, he was on my altar for a few weeks. And just to get into my intention was just like getting back onto my routine and doing my daily um, banishing Pentagram ritual and doing just a little things that I was doing a couple years ago when I was feeling so spiritually high, <laughs> which is something that we talked about and kind of learning that that energy ebbs and flows. And um, I now know that when I'm not necessarily feeling so, let's say i don't know magically lit <laughs> i know that they're still with me or i'm on the right track i think it was just so intense for this couple years of my life and then going through more humanly things and kind of having that feeling very much like plateau was hard for me to process but you know some one of the best advice i ever got was you know our human experiences are very much part of our spiritual journey and i think um now i know that the balance of being a human and also there's this being a human and um also being you know a witch or someone who's in communication with spirit all the time um it's
0: important to have both I,
1: yeah i'm i'm better at balancing it now and it makes me less anxious I think I think I was getting so caught up in my head of like I feel like I'm not doing enough or maybe I'm not tending to my altar enough or lighting enough candles or saying my mantras that I maybe that's why they're not paying attention to me but in reality they've been cradling me this whole time and I think after our sessions that's one of the main messages that like I remembered um which I think was part of me anchoring back into myself and realizing that those two very different sides will always live in me. And whether I feel them and I hear them or I don't at all, like I know I'm embraced by my ancestors and guides 24-7. And um, that's really calmed me down and kind of helped me get out of that depressive state I was in prior to our sessions, because I it was getting to the point of desperation and like even going to work and doing stuff was just so difficult. And after our sessions, you know, I um took a dance class. I started going to the gym every day before work. I did all these things that felt so distant to me or I felt like I couldn't get to. And it was like I was just there, attainable, like the water on my desk right now. I just did it without being in my head so much and I think it was because the balance of my spirit my physical self finally like being married again you know yeah oh, that makes me so happy yeah
0: I think too like awakening like spiritual like wake- I hate that word because it's so like annoying. I know but it whatever we want to call it like psychic remembering whatever it comes in stages like we couldn't just know everything without going absolutely insane. (laughs) Right. Or it being uncomfortable or whatever. So I feel like it does have to come through in these stages where we, oh, we're like, we feel like lit, like you said, like we're like everything, like, oh my gosh, the patterns, everything's connected. Yeah. And then we really have to be like, okay, like what, why did I need to know any of that? Like what was that about? And then integrating all that before (laughs) we can open up more. Because I feel like then yeah, it's just like confusing. Exactly. <laughs> um, yeah. So, anything else about like, kind of, um, any like tangible stuff with the sessions? Like, did you have any like visualization or like like sense? Like we talked about the sensations, but Lots any of other sensations. kind of stuff coming through as we were doing it.
1: Um, pressure. <laughs> pressure in my head was one of the sensations um, and one of the sessions one of my favorite tools that I use almost every day is the um, envisioning of you brought me through a meditation and you had me envision a shape and a color mm-hmm. and um, it came out of like solar plexus area like underneath my belly I'm sorry and um,
0: <laughs> you wants to be seen wait yours was green right
1: Yes. It's like a chart screen, little like diamond that glows. And anytime I feel like I'm disconnected or need to ground, or I get nervous um, it's something that I try to visualize and it's crazy because sometimes it'll be like very dim and others it'll be like very bright and I need to like calm down. <laughs> so it's been a, it's been very interesting to tap into that and see how it calms me or it balances me. You know, like I, I think it works both ways. It's kind of like a little battery or a little like reminder of um to breathe through it and just makes me feel more uh it's a word, whole. Yeah like a little puzzle piece and for me it always like comes in like it fits like a it's very aesthetically pleasing like asmr just like boop like a little puzzle (laughs) yeah
0: i love that yeah yeah so with the reiki sessions just for people listening like they're always different depending on the client and then also in between the sessions like every session we did was very different but sometimes I'll take people through with a visualization, like describing things, and then sometimes we'll just have music. But um, I think it's really interesting, at least for me, like one of my intentions with doing the sessions with you, and then, you know, hopefully, eventually getting this on my website as like a consecutive thing Mm -hmm. is being able to address Our intentions from different angles. So, like one week, we might work on this this way, and then we could also go the other way, the other way. And there's not like always a one solution to things. And also, sometimes things take time and like letting go of things, like releasing things, I think sometimes has to happen in layers. And then another part of it is the client, you like the person being ready to let it go then too so like I said earlier it's like you know we're doing all the stuff but you're the one who's falling through so yeah (laughs) um anything else about that before we move on anything else you want to share like about (coughs) um like I know we talked a little bit before the sessions like kind of going through your energy body and being like, do certain areas feel more blocked or more fluid? Like, did you notice any changes um, as far as that?
1: Yeah. um, Like I mentioned, my throat chakra, I felt like has very much been activated since. I even catch myself being like, did I just say that? And I'm like, okay, I need to tone down (laughs) a bit. (laughs) But like from really not being able to voice where I was. I'm sorry. I need a minute. I'm getting like super scratchy throat. Oh,
0: it's okay. This is just the, how the throat chakra is working for you right now. Um, she also said she was feeling a little sick, so we'll give her a second, but yeah. So when I did the Reiki package with her, I sent her information and questions to like ask herself. So one of the things was like going through the energy body and, um, like describing how each center felt and then um we kind of reflected on it at the end and so like I said like um like going through the energy centers and rating them like from one to five like one being like feeling super free flowy like everything is moving and five being more blocked or disconnected like it feels like heavy or thick, almost like cement. Um, and something that I think if people want to do that for themselves to kind of just like energetically scan to see like, what would be helpful for me to focus on? Um, I know we're also doing this series on energy centers on the podcast. So, um, if you guys want to go through them, okay. but okay, perfect. I was just telling them about the little, chart that I had you do at the beginning kind of going through the centers and just rating them like one feels really open flowy like five feels more blocked so I was just saying like um if it's difficult to kind of scan through the body and like understand what that means like I feel for you you're pretty intuitive like open like I'm that's a little easier but I think for some people having like the idea of like if I were to be massaging my body right now, like what parts of my body would feel like super tense? Like right. that might be a way for you to like tune in if like the idea of like the energy is too confusing. But yeah, um, I was also saying you're feeling a little sick. So, but yeah, the throat chakra is, is moving. So that's, <laughs> it is. that's a it good sign. <laughs>
1: um, yeah, and I think it just very much helped me get back on like, practicing with tarot more and, um, finding my voice in that again, after I felt the decline of my spiritual high and feeling like I wasn't doing a good job, you know, um, to finding out that I was doing everything I had to, and just doing my best. And that's literally enough. And I think that was another, like, uh, just very simple reminder that I needed to hear that Reiki helped me get to, um, and as skeptical as I was being it online, I loved like how we talked about being in my bed. It just helps you connect. So if you don't, you know, if people are thinking about booking a session with you, but maybe are a little too nervous to meet up, um, I think being at home is just amazing and very much just as effective. Um, I mean, I've never had a personal reading or session from you yet. Maybe one day we can make that happen, but um, yeah, the, the online was just, it blew my mind from the physical sensations to everything that came up and having the tool like new tools. um, Because like you said, like just the scanning is one thing and whether you, maybe you're not more into what you were connected or it's harder for you to meditate. It's definitely something that happens internally and whether you don't feel anything the day of or after, or even the week of you'll start to notice. So maybe do simple things, whether it's like post-its of how you feel and then just kind of note, okay, well, I don't feel this way anymore. And then kind of reflect and be like, wait, these are the things I talked about with grace. And these are the things that we, I was trying to manifest or release or set an intention towards and slowly, but surely it's like puzzle pieces. You will get to the core and kind of like figure yourself out more, which I think is awesome. (laughs) Excuse me. But yeah.
0: Thank you. I really appreciate that hearing that from you. And like I said, yeah, I'm just like proud of the work that you put in for yourself. Um, And I think before we move on, I'm just going to have you talk a little bit about your like personal work, as we say. So if you want to talk a little bit about the tarot stuff that you do, um, if you're, I know before you were offering readings and then you were thinking about how you want to format in it. So I'm not sure if you made any decisions when it comes to that.
1: It is my but struggle right now. <laughs> yeah. Like I mean, just I'm, a little I'm- bit
0: about your stuff.
1: Yeah. Also, I'm so sorry I have to keep doing this. I need to take a second. I think I might make tea really quick because my throat is just like so scratchy and take another dose of my medicine. Um so give me like two minutes. Is that okay? Yeah, totally. You wanna pause it or should we keep rolling?
0: Um I'll I'll pause it and we'll be back in a minute, y'all.
1: Okay, okay. Thanks, guys. Sorry. (laughs) No
0: worries, no worries. Okay. We are back. Um, we, it was two, two, two. We both have been seeing two 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 a lot lately, so that's a fun synchronicity, but, um, before we move on and finish up, I just want to ask if there's anything else you want to share about the Reiki, about how it's beneficial to you or any other like fun synchronicities or anything you want to share before we kind of finish up.
1: Yeah. But also, um, thank you for doing this. Thank you for inviting me and like offering the service to us and the world. I think, um, you know, everyone has and brings their own, (laughs) excuse me, their own special viewpoints and flavor to things. And you definitely did. And it's not going to be the last time I do Reiki session with you. It was definitely something I feel like is going to be part of my life more regularly. Well, if you want to learn Reiki <laughs> for yourself which is something I've been thinking about and I think right now since I'm in the transition of
0: eventually if you want to do stuff, it
1: it's, it's actually something that's I've been writing about and uh I have even before meeting you I've, I've talked about it and kind of told myself I think this would be in alignment to things yeah that I can do and bring into like even a tarot reading which oh. would be fun but um I think, I know it's definitely a tool that I'll be using and um, having such a profound first experience with the sessions, the consecutive sessions and seeing how it opened up everything I needed to be opened up, whether I was ready or not kind of thing was um, intense, but so nourishing. That um I feel like everyone deserves to give themselves the opportunity to experience it because it is it, everyone's gonna have such a different experience from it. But at the end of the day, you'll get to know yourself better, you'll be more connected and you'll you'll learn more things about you. And I feel like, why wouldn't you want to do that? Because the better we are, the better we can help each other and just keep elevating and adding that energy to this, you know, fucked up world that we live in
0: yeah thank you I very much appreciate that and I think too like you know a lot of people that are drawn to my work are intuitives like are medium psychics whatever but you don't necessarily have to have a desire (laughs) to have a spiritual practice and work with others to do healing work for yourself like it just happens a lot Mm -hmm. (laughs) um like you know it can be helpful just for
1: regular day
0: stuff that you're working on
1: which I would love to learn more about that'd be cool
0: yeah um so yeah I just want to have you share a little bit about your practice like people want to connect with you how they can find you and then like I said a little bit ago like if You I know we talked about in our sessions like how you want to kind of formulate readings and tarot stuff um, and being able to share that. So I don't know if you come to any conclusions with that, but just a little bit about maybe your process about thinking how tarot would be beneficial to
1: share with others.
0: Does that make sense?
1: Yeah, it makes sense okay sorry um, I feel like I
0: was like giving you 30 things at one
1: time <laughs> um yeah well I'm still very much new tarot has been around since maybe my early teens like 12 13 when I was you know reading behind whatever magazine and seeing my horoscope and like um watching the news with with my grandma this like very well-known Spanish mystic the horoscope guy is he the I. one I. that
0: passed away a few years ago yeah
1: r.i.p but um yeah just tarot is amazing and it's helped me connect I wouldn't be I wouldn't even I don't think I we would have met if I didn't dive into tarot a lot of my close friendships and I didn't see th- that right in the moment but it's it was really like, what do I call it? My, my gateway drug to spirituality. Um, and I think it's more than just like a reading. It's the whole story of the tarot is beautiful to me. And it's very much like a story of life and stages and the archetypes that we can all go through and different things in life. Um, But as far as my own personal practice, I started doing tarot readings for other people in 2020 when the pandemic um, was made everything shut down and everyone got laid off, including myself. So I had nothing but time to revisit my tarot deck. And it didn't really happen. It wasn't planned. I wasn't like, oh, now I have time to do all this stuff again. It was literally just like one day I was cleaning my house and the sun was literally shining right on my tarot deck that I was like dusty. And,
0: um, it really gives me chills.
1: I was just like, okay. So I started shuffling and that reading my grandmother's energy was so intense. My ex at the time was sleeping on the bed and I was just on the floor, like with a little mat and like doing a reading that I hadn't done for myself in years. And I just like start bawling uncontrollably. And he's like, are you okay? Like I wake him up from crying so loud. And he's like, are you okay? I'm like, yeah, I'm just having a moment. And he's like, I was just talking to my part? grandma right. Now. <laughs> yeah, and I, I never experienced a a reading so intense that resonated so much. Yeah, and um, you know, I think it was just being at the right moment at the right time too. But that really, that moment really um was very pivotal for me. That same week, I got a direct message from Archangel Michael and uh, solidified that connection. And ever since then, like. I have him in earrings or swords and I just feel his presence around me at all times and um, the connections with swords and the fact that you even picked up on that in one of our tarot readings or in one of our Reiki sessions was so awesome. Cause I was even telling him like, I think deities and gods with swords have a thing for me because all of these people like from Kali with her like cool looking little machete thing to Archangel Michael with this, like, amazing sword, and, um, it just, it makes sense, and it resonates, and, um, finding the synchronicities in so many things, like, tarot, to, um, Reiki, to, um, even just things that don't have to do with spirituality, for instance, like, I've really gotten into photography, because it's helped me, um, (laughs) just be more present and that helps me stay connected and anchored to myself um I think I'm either like two steps ahead of myself or dwelling on something and photography and dance has really just like helped me be in the moment and appreciate the now and you know make those you know conversations with my body and with myself whether it's spiritually or um physically And, um, I feel like I wouldn't even be here without it. Um, and I think it's so much more than just doing readings. You can meditate with your tarot cards. You can, one of my favorite ways to connect is to, which I get asked a lot, like, Hey, I just got this tarot card or this tarot deck. What, what should I do? I always like telling people, maybe it's the Pisces in me, but I love putting it under my bed and sleeping with it. And, you know, I kind of do that with Well, I do do that with any new deck I get. I'll like smudge it and cleanse it from, you know, all the hands that touch it at the store or wherever it came from. And um, I'll sleep with it and I'll set my intention. And I've come to notice that different decks that I have kind of hold different energy. Um, Mm -hmm. I I kind of go towards, you know, my Salvador Dali deck when it's more of a, well, it's actually, that's my go-to deck. But for instance, I'll have like Oracle decks or I have my angel deck or I'll have a modern art deck that I kind of like to use more for uh, romantic readings because the art itself is so art nouveau and like romantic I feel like it just picks up more of that energy Um, so it's really fun it could be so fun I love collecting decks myself you don't need more a lot you can use one and it could be like the only one you ever use and that's totally cool Um, I'm just personally a collector and I love having things (laughs) yeah So, (laughs) so it's cool and I just love seeing everyone's like different artwork and interpretation because it also helps me expand um the different meanings and colors and how people you know talking about how everyone brings their own individuality and their own magic to the deck in this case um it's so cool my dream would be to one day make my own tarot deck um So that's kind of something that I've been, uh, brainstorming, but as far as the readings go, um, because of work and stuff, life being hectic, I haven't spent so much time, but it's now that I have more time, which again, I think is in alignment. And just so everyone, just so it's out there, I, I've recently, um, I'm not working at at this full-time job that I was at. So now I have time. And even that was a very hard pill for me to swallow in like the ego realm and the now sense like the the physical body but the more I talk about it and when we were talking about it before our interview it just makes so much sense I feel relieved and like I said cradled like I was like on a carriage brought to this moment here to have this interview because now I have time and even just like the mental like I don't have to go in and clock in from nine to five now I can give my craft the nourishment that it needs and like the soil it needs to grow, which I felt like I wasn't, I think that's another part of why it was so hard for me to connect with myself because this is very much like part of me now that I, if I stay away for too long, it kind of makes me feel a little like discombobulated, you know? Mm-hmm. So um yeah, I don't know. Tarot to me, I, I would I'm going to start doing, um, if, so if you're locally in San Diego, I do want to start doing in-person readings. There's a local bookshop, not far from me that is going to be offering a table and a did little area for me. Yeah, I did. So we have a meeting later. They're doing some holiday stuff. So before we confirm, yeah. I don't want to say the name in case things shift. Totally. Um, cause I do have some other options, but, um, it's very excited. I've connected to more San Diego readers and seeing how they do it. And it's definitely made me feel better. Um So I'm excited to do more in-person readings. I still definitely am connected to my email method, which is like my OG baby and how I was doing readings through the pandemic. Um, to it's me, like messages, written, written. Yeah. Message. Uh-huh. I feel like it helps something about writing, whether it's typing or writing it down. I feel like it's like a a portal is a channel for me for sure and I just like sometimes I'll just write and I don't even know what I'm writing and I'll read it and I'm like yep this makes sense and I'll just say it and whether maybe I don't see the significance of it it resonates with whoever the seeker is yeah so
0: amazing
1: it's it's really fun and you know it doesn't have to be readings you can use it I know we're talking I I wanted to talk a little bit about the magician card and it being one of my favorites. I don't know if I have a favorite tarot card. I think it depends on where I'm at or in what mood I'm in. Um, but the magician being number one of the major arcana is some, is a card I like to take with me, whether in any deck, just because it has all four elements. This is the Salvador Dali deck, which I love. Um, he's one of my favorite artists. Um, but it has all the suits, which is, you know, the wands, the cups, the um why the coins and the um I am blanking and they're all my like wands cups swords swords there we go of course I always get
0: them confused because certain (laughs) um like the writer weight we'll call it like pentacles and then like more those like off kind of base ones are like
1: coins and then I'm like wait what What is what I know and then you get get the cool like artistic ones and it's something like completely different yeah but um it has all four elements so it's something that I use like for instance when I travel I like having a little makeshift altar or if I feel like I'm I need to feel more whole elementally I like bringing it and meditating so that's always a fun tool um I also just like oracle decks because they're more broad and more fun and um just supporting different artists and seeing their own interpretations with the cards, I really enjoy. Um, but yeah, as far as like my own personal tarot journey, it's still very much new. I have um, branded under the name Rivers in Cup, One Cup. Um, my name translates to in Hebrew to Jordan or Easy Flowing River. Um, and it's right next to a little river in Israel called Yarden that goes through Jordan and um I think just someone who loves to like talk about all this stuff and I feel like I'm just the friend that people can feel really safe talking about the things that they wouldn't necessarily talk about out loud in our group of friends and I really treasure that and I love it um you know and I think um with all <laughs> Sorry, I'm like going on a tangent. I'm like losing my train of thought. But um
0: No, that's literally what this podcast is <laughs> it's like all <called> tangents. Um, <laughs> but yeah, the rivers and cup.
1: Rivers and cup, yes. I was just drawn to that. That actually came to me in a dream because there was a mm-hmm. point where I felt like my cup was just very depleted and I didn't know how to um I didn't know how to like, I think I was like overpouring and not keeping my cup afloat or full. And, um, you know, I started meditating just like literally a river pouring into a cup and then that one cup kind of trickling into many cups. And I think, you know, I envision myself as the cup kind of like pouring into other cups, or at least that's what I'm trying to manifest and bring into. And those are the people that I would love to help, like, um, uh, people that want to learn how to balance the energy and let's pour love into each other and like, make it this, beautiful like ever flowing you know fountain of cups that are endlessly filled um so that's kind of the idea behind my name i had a really cool friend and local san diego artist hine do my uh logo so i'm really excited to get that launched and um make it all cute and pretty yeah um but yeah as far as exactly what i'm going to do i'm still figuring it out but i will be posting very soon um readings and hopefully schedules once I secure the location
0: and the times.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Amazing. Yeah. And, um, for those listening, yeah, that was one thing we talked about. Like if you wanted to use like your name to logo your, or label your business or uh, create a business name. So it's cool that you have like kind of made that decision, but it's like, I think it's very exciting, but can also be intimidating to put out like these are my days these are my dates and stuff so um you know once you have those settled please let me know and i will definitely share with the audience and you know social media and stuff um i'd love to thank you about you and um what was the other thing i was gonna say i had one more
1: thing i was gonna say
0: um Oh, yeah. So, yeah, I will put all your info in like the show notes so people can find your Instagram and stuff like that. And if people want to email you or anything, we'll okay, your your details so people can find you. Yeah. Um, and so we're going to do everyone who's listening. We're going to close a podcast out right now and we're going to have a little mini episode that's going to come to you in a few days. And so um, we're going to talk a little bit about Tarot. You're going to share some fun little homework assignments for everyone. Mm-hmm. So, um, anything you want to say before we close out?
1: Um, not really. I feel like everyone who's thinking about doing Reiki with you should definitely just jump on it and do it. And, um, whether you have a list of intentions and things that you want to work at, or you have zero idea, I think you will benefit from it. I know you will. Um, and yeah, I just thank you for, again, for the opportunity for working with you and being able to study and getting to know your craft while I get to know my own self more. It's just, it was amazing. So I can't wait for, I can't wait to see how the progress of the Reiki that we'll be doing in the next sessions will will progress or how that'll align. I'm excited.
0: Thank you. I really appreciate it. Yeah. Well, thank you everyone for listening. Um, We'll again, put all of your info for Yardana in the show notes so you can find her and then we'll be back in a second. So if you're listening to when the podcast comes out in real time, the mini episode is will air in a few days. So keep your subscriptions on and we'll be back. So see you soon. (laughs) Bye. Bye. All right, y'all. Thank you for listening to this amazing interview with Yardenna on Angel Face Magic Hour. Come on back for Friday's episode. We're doing a little mini episode with Yardenna and she's going to be taking us through some exercises to connect with the tarot and connect with our card of the year. So we're going into spring. This is the perfect time for you to reflect on some of your intentions you set so far this year What have you kind of followed up on and what is the tarot showing you about your themes of the year and what what to expect kind of coming this spring and for the rest of 2023. And if you guys want to find out more about Yardena, you can follow her on socials. I will put all her links in the show notes. You can check out her work and check out her artwork. And yeah, if you're interested in doing a Reiki package with me, Please send me an email or go onto my website and you can fill out a form to apply to work with me. But yeah, I'm really excited and I'm looking forward to the bonus episode. So come back on Friday to learn a little bit about your tarot of the year. Okay, bye.